This is the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Now, here are your hosts, Cody, Kyle, and Ken. And we're back with a not-so-depressing episode of Off the Break Podcast. We are ready for Dune 2. We Don't we already sound excited and more yeah. upbeat than past episodes, everyone? I Like, this is not going to be a depressing episode. No. First. No. Episode since Christmas, Wonka, Christmas, Wonka, where we had a fifty million dollar opening on the horizon. Oh, or more than. Oh baby. Oh well, baby. Remember Minimum? that sweet feeling? Yeah. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it was so long ago. It was last year. <laughs> I mean, by technically, yeah. <laughs> it's been a hot second, but now it's time to get ready. Yeah. For audiences to come back. Every weekend for the next month. Finally. Five weekend it's a business. Month. Literal March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> we needed it. And no. we're starting that off, of course, with Dune Part 2. Yes. So projections for Dune are likely to be between 70 and 80 million. Um, Warner's is being really conservative, going a little less. It, but tracking indicates closer to that $80 million range. I was telling a colleague this morning that I really wish that it would open like... I don't want to jinx it, but like hit over 90. I don't know oh. if it'll do a hundred, but if we could get 90, I feel like that when the trades come out the next on Monday, all of the, all of the articles would be like, this was so surprising. This is amazing. Like mm-hmm. it would be all happy. Warner should be thrilled. And that's like what we need is just that positive reinforcement. We need some joy in the industry we again. We do. Yeah. <laughs> some water. No. I mean, 80 will be good, but I think if it could get 90, they'll be like, oh, this is so much better than we anticipated. Yeah. And if it opens to. Dare we say. If it opens to nine figures. Oh, a hundred. Oh, my God, a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> would be our first $100 million movie opening in forever. Forever. Since since Barbie. Yeah, Barbie and That's Oppenheimer. Yep. But and we've been but we've been saying before like those are going to be more of a rarity. They are. They and are just it's going showing to be a so far. It's definitely been rare. Yeah. <laughs> Real rare, but anything yes. over 50 is going to be good for the industry anything over 70 is going to be awesome yeah and if i mean once you get up into the 70 80 million dollar range range it's only 25 percent more viewers so that's a group of four to bring one more person with them yeah that's all we can hope for is that we get that little bit of bump thursday night early shows get some get good reviews and then people decide i'm gonna call that friend i don't really like to bring with me right that's what we're hoping for <laughs> that's what we're hoping for yeah the stinky friends get to come out now we're hoping that tom and your group gets to come along Ugh, tom. sorry tom, tom. <laughs> uh, but fine he can come with <laughs> he can come with if that means one more body we're, can enjoy how amazing dune looks have you guys been seeing the reviews for it so far too I've, it's I, been nothing but great. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff. Very, everybody's really excited, and it doesn't seem as slow as the first one was. I mean, for it's still going to be three hours long, but we'll see yeah. I, I, in terms of slowness how that pays I out. I hope for the industry that it's a good movie, but Kyle, I tried to watch Dune Part 1 mm-hmm. again. First time I made it five minutes before I shut it off. <laughs> this time I made it ten because I made a concerted effort. It is so unbelievably slow. <laughs> I mean, there's 
there's black and white films that I've enjoyed more than this. Right. Like it is, it is a brutal slog and I haven't even gotten to, I saw a spaceship take off and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Any day now, let's get off the ground here. <laughs> it was a slow spaceship taking off. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you guys gotta like pick up the, these things are traveling at light speed. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like we got to at least see some of the, I know this is visuals. supposed to be epic, but that doesn't mean these are, the most epically slow spaceships. <laughs> yeah, we got to do something here, guys. So is that is that then a concern for you guys too when it comes to audiences yeah. seeing this? Is that it? It means that it usually has a, a big opening based on excitement and promotion, mm. and then it dies a pretty quick death. Well, I'm concerned that the first one, it was day and date, and with um, you know, theater theaters and home, and HBO it was Max and HBO Max. When it was Mac, more Max. No, it was HBO Max. Oh yeah, that's right. And With the three X's. Now it's just Max. Yeah. With the three X's. Yeah. And uh, and now we're just you know overcoming that really slow start. It didn't build the momentum and the anticipation we had hoped for. It's sci. It's sci-fi. I would say more science fiction than a lot than maximum science than fiction. fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that science fiction is a little harder for audiences. And I. If it doesn't have the word Star Wars in front of right. it. Right. And I do think that that's kind of why I'm not, I don't think it'll hit over the 100 million mark. Right. That's why I'm re- my hopes are for 90 on this because it has some hurdles to overcome. But like you said, even 90 for this uh, type of movie would be crazy impressive. Right. And it yeah. also would add to that narrative of you make so much more money by showcasing it in the movie theaters. And not going day and date. Yeah. That's what we're hopeful yeah. for. And this is where Wonka had its own built-in audience. It was PG. This is where Timo the... Timotei. 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 Gets a chance to actually make a star turn in public perception. Yeah. Like, not for people who follow films, not for 13-year-old girls, for, like, regular people. <laughs> for your 40-year-old friend named Tom was like, you know that... Timotei guy, he's pretty good. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. We're looking yeah. to impress the Toms out there. Ugh, Tom. But if he, if if this goes eighty plus million, this goes a long way to turning him into a movie star in the eyes of regular public people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not at Glenn Powell level, but close to it. Hey, just watch, <laughs> just watch. <laughs> Thank God I picked something so far out, but just watch. Okay. <laughs> He uh, popped up in an older movie. I'm trying to remember thinking of, but he had long hair in it, and it was like they did not know what to do with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm visualizing that too? Was it Dark Knight Rises? No, it was. He was in that movie. Yeah, for a second. Yeah, no, it was some other movie where he had a part, but it was like he had like really long hair, and I was like, oh no, that's so weird. Like you. <laughs> He has abs and like a chiseled face. How do you miss that? How no. is that such an oversight that his you're like? His hair was like twice was as long. Was it bunned up, man bun? No, it was like regular, like he was in a business suit and his hair was twice as long as mine was. And it was just so like off-putting. I was like, no, this guy would never work. And I'm like, wait, that's my guy. <laughs> oh no, I put money on him. But it was probably also like 10 years ago. Yeah. He's grown into this whole, he has to look like a fighter pilot. Maybe it, yeah, maybe it took him a minute. To figure it out. Yeah. Wait a minute! I'm hot. <laughs> I'll use that. I'm gonna play the 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 bo- the other boyfriend, not yeah. the boyfriend she finishes the movie with. But right, the first boyfriend, but the hot annoying one. He's like, no, I'm America's boyfriend. <laughs> is what he decided when he cut his hair short. 
America's what is this boyfriend. now? Three podcasts in a row where we're obsessed over Glenn Powell? Yeah. Rightfully so, but I feel like it's been three in a row. Just now. watch. Twisters is going to be huge. <laughs> he I swears did, by it. I did have a fun conversation with a, another um, person about Glenn Powell this week, and we talked about how, even though he's America's boyfriend, he still throws off like. He could have been in a frat vibes. There's a red flag vibe there a little bit oh, with him. Yeah. And it, and it, we couldn't verbalize exactly what it was, but I think we like narrowed it down to he was former frat boy mm-hmm. vibes coming off of him. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. were most of the presidents, Cody. <laughs> let's, let's, let's use that to count him out. Let's use that to count him out. So were most of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, no, he can't be a movie star. He was in a frat. Not the quarterbacks I like. <laughs> we'll go back and check the tapes here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of going back to check the tapes, Kyle went back to the theater here and... What did you find out about your trailer situation? Well, yeah, a few episodes ago, I thought it was odd that Regal Theaters was only playing like two trailers before the opening of a movie. So, you know, I I went to see Driveway Dolls last week and I made sure to go through all the trailers to see if it was still like that sweet spot of like two trailers. Nope, it was six. (laughs) Six or seven. Oh, no, they're back. They're back. Yep, someone (laughs) dropped the ball in the booth. I don't know how it happened, but... Oh, for a sweet, sweet moment. We were like, maybe change is coming. Nope, disregard that. Tom must have been working at Regal for a short period of time. Tom! (laughs) Oh, but uh, you still did get a couple of reviews in this week without going to the theater. Yep, yep. Got you some screeners, and what would you think about what you saw? Uh, first, I can start with a comedy called Villains, Inc. from Purdy Distribution. This movie is supposed to be opening on April 12th. And I found it funny, but I wish it was still uh, more laugh-out-loud funny. Um, but I think production, with it being low-budget, could have gotten in the way of it like really reaching its full potential. Uh, the movie's about like uh, a world where heroes and villains have to... like follow government procedures of like, well, if you're a villain and you want to try to take over a city, you first have to like sign this paperwork and get like <laughs> these amount of crooks to like join your gain as you take over the world. Kind of like mock- bureaucracy, yeah, enters bureaucracy the picture. mocking uh, sort of nature when it comes to like the trend of superheroes and all that stuff. So it's trying to play into like, what if the villains had a heart of gold soul sort of thing to it at the same time? Cause the movie is about, three crooks who um like low time crooks who are trying to go up in the food chain of like being some of the best <laughs> villains and of course they're bad at doing it so it is like a good premise and one that does lead to a few laughs i just didn't feel like it was able to have me laughing as much as i wish it would have although i think it was a good direction and a good idea to have um and i think also it was trying to extend scenes for too long to where like it slows down its pacing to where in a comedy, I kind of prefer it to be much more quicker paced to where the jokes are able to land a bit better and a bit bigger. And here, like everything is just drug out a little bit too much. So I think this one could have had some potential, but it just, you know, didn't quite work in terms of the laughs for me, well, although think, they did have its good moments. I think what works for it um, and what it's being sold on is the fact that it's clean humor. 
that's a good point this is yeah. like uh i would say pg pg 13 like it's oh pretty. it's it's like g or pg i would yeah. say it's pretty like at low worst rating. it's old man farting joke <laughs> right you know it's <laughs> it's that type of humor which i it which has, i didn't mind has colin mockery from whose line is it anyway yeah he was and he's really good in it the best whose liner so mm-hmm. um and, and so yeah i think the 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 cell who's, on it who's is liner yeah. we're gonna let that go she turned it into a, a trying verb. to be a verb yeah <laughs> he's the best who's liner no no i've all, ever met right. all the fans of that show speak like that <laughs> right cody show me your whose line is it anyway tattoo <laughs> <laughs> it's colin mockery <laughs> uh but you are you are right cody it is like a good family movie at the same time like right. clean humor and um it's playful in its um, plot as well, like the whole superhero thing, and it subverts it, but even to where kids are like, I mean, I don't think kids would be caring about like the government, like bureaucracy type of humor right. that comes along with it, but they would be like, oh, the bad guys are failing not doing what they're supposed to do. That's funny. Like it, it works for all ages. Probably, in that. Yeah, it's probably geared towards families, but I think it's something you take grandma to. Yeah. So, like more you want to take like a nice film that you just want to take grandma or grandpa and mm-hmm. hang out and not have anything controversial happen that you have to awkwardly talk about afterwards. Right. One right. of my favorite movie going experiences was seeing Herbie the Love Bug with my grandmother and she sat stoic through the entire movie and I was bored to death through the entire movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And at the end, we had very different lives with this movie. Okay, <laughs> the end, the car splits in half, and Don Knotts has to hold it together, and she exploded in the movie theater <laughs> with laughter. Yep, so loud mm-hmm. that everybody was like taken aback. Yeah, by the entire audience was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what did we miss something?" I've heard this woman laugh maybe six times in her whole life, and she exploded with laughter. It was me, Ken. I I think that's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's... We have the same sense of humor. Let's talk about your other review, which was not a PG-rated comedy. No, No. R-rated. R-rated comedy from uh, Bill Burr's production company, I believe. Yeah. All Things Comedy? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, He makes a quick appearance in that movie as well, in case of... Any Bur- Bill Burr fans wanted to know about that. Uh, Burrs, it- as Cody would call yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Who's liners? <laughs> I'm trying to think of I'm something. quit this podcast. I'm trying to think of something else, like Burberry. Not respected here. Is that a good one? The Burbers. The Burbers. <laughs> Come on, Cody, over the I top. I don't have Give one. one. No. Give us one. No, now I'm self-conscious. <laughs> you don't get gold out of me anymore. <laughs> Yes, that's what we were getting was gold. <laughs> okay, Drugstore June. Kyle yeah. saw it. He's going to review it. Okay, what do you think, Kyle? I uh, thought the trailer looked hilarious, and I booked this in probably more places than I should have. Oh, Cody, don't tell me that. Because, <laughs> um, unfortunately, I was kind of disappointed by this movie. No! I thought the humor just didn't land all the way through outside of like a few moments, but I just found the humor to be more annoying than funny to me that's because you're old kyle <laughs> maybe although it's it's funny because my issue with this movie well for starters it's a movie about like a 20 21 year old girl um who's 
I guess supposed to be in like the Gen Z generations and she's like obsessed with TikTok and her phones and it's like trying to play up to like that age group that she's a part of. And I think the movie was trying to be a story about a young girl who's trying to learn to take responsibility for her own actions and the way she looks at life. Not in a way, um, how am I trying to explain it, I guess? like it, it was supposed to be a coming-of-age story. Yeah, but also just a story about how at a certain point as you get older, like you have to take responsibility for um, yourself. Like you can't always just think you can coast through life off right. of just doing like the very basics of living, mm-hmm. I suppose. What? You have um, to learn accountability. Accountability, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Unfortunately, it for me, it goes too far into like the humor of talking down to like the younger generation rather than like playing into the generation. Cody, you might actually like this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is so, it a millennial trying to talk, like be cool with Gen Zers? And it trying just to comes be cool, across as trying to be down. cool, but also trying to like, yeah, yeah, but also just like trying to scold them in a way at the same time. So Ooh, I think, I think for, I would like this. there is like an age group that could like that and appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, elder millennials. <laughs> but I, it just didn't. It just didn't TikTok land for morons me. Morons. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was Al Madrigal as a police detective the best part? No. Oh no! I actually thought Bobby Lee was the best part. Oh. That doesn't bode well for the box office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. So that might mean something. <laughs> no, I just wish the movie uh, was able to take an otherwise obnoxious main character and show her growth to where she does change and you don't feel like you want to root against her and instead mm-hmm. root for her as the movie goes on. But instead, it just leans into like that humor of like making fun of her like completely to where it just erases like finding a way to like redeem her or trying to find a way for you to be like, Oh, see, yeah, there was some good with her all along. And instead you're just like, I, I'm very annoyed by you. (laughs) Some, some people are not redeemable, Kyle. No, I, I mean, the movie at the end clearly wants you to think that, but I just did it. 14 to 24. Cody wants to say something about you not being redeemable. now. Yeah. So I guess no purpose in life. It's just you're too full of hormones to have any redeemable qualities. Once those like thin out a little bit, then you're much better. See, I think everybody goes through it though. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I don't know. Something about just doesn't feel relatable in that aspect. Yeah. Because they're full of hormones and we don't have hormones anymore. (laughs) We're normal. We like a nice brand cereal. Yeah. Keeps us regular. Not a hot cup of coffee, but a warm cup of coffee. I would like to hear then how you guys feel because I know you're thinking you still want to watch this movie. I want to see it. I did. So how about you come back and then we'll talk about some more. Oh, because I'm curious about your thoughts. (laughs) Definitely. Well, now we're on to the last topic, which Cody and Kyle and not me really want to talk about. So take it away, guys. No, you'll be a part of it. You'll be so a part of it. (laughs) It's anime talk. Yeah, I'm so starting to get into anime. And luckily I have Kyle in my life to (laughs) talk about it with because Ken has no interest at all. I don't watch a lot of it, but I'm just part of the conversation. Yeah, you watch (laughs) enough that we can actually talk about it. Yeah, I can carry the conversation instead of just staring off looking for death. I'm more interested in Korean baseball than I am in (laughs) anime. (laughs) And I don't like baseball. We'll find your... (laughs) 
We'll find your people, Ken. Maybe yeah. it's Tom. Who knows? Oh, God. Ugh, Please Tom. take Tom to this movie. Yeah. All right. So what's the new news about animated movies? <laughs> okay. Well, there's. <laughs> we found much. out that Lionsgate is going to, is hired on a director and is going to make a live action Naruto anime. Which is like one of the biggest yeah. animes out there. There's like, I'd say, um, two, there's a couple granddaddy animes and it's usually Naruto or One Piece. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I would say maybe some people put um, Dragon Ball in that category as well. It's yeah. like long time, very big um, animes. Mm-hmm. And Naruto is really special. And they're going to make a Naruto movie, but it's Lionsgate making it. And I'm not really happy about this. Well, to put things into a more general context for those who may not be aware, usually whenever like me. Hollywood yeah. tries to make live action adaptations of an anime, they always are unsuccessful. Whether it's yes. like being like making a true to form adaptation of the story or just being able to get any sort of uh traction at the box office. i think it's like anything animated I, I when you try to take something animated and make it live action i think there's always an inherent challenge there yeah so and i'm not just talking about like whether it's the disney remakes or it's a video game that they've tried to make live action right. you have you have to really it's really hard to get the what makes the source material so exciting. And part of what makes it exciting is the medium it's created in to a certain extent. And you can overcome that mm-hmm. a little bit as long as you hit certain plot points and themes that are like crucial to to it. And I, I'm just not convinced that Lionsgate as a studio is able to put the people in place that needs that that needs to happen. But at the same time we also want Lionsgate to succeed at that because they could use more. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want them to succeed, but since they're doing something with Naruto, I want the film to succeed because I right. don't want to be disappointed by this. Right. Of course. I'm just saying like from the perspective of our business, we would like <laughs> yeah. any movie and all movies to succeed. Yeah. And I'm excited because Naruto is such a good story. Um, and it, it has such like a good depth in the anime and there's mm-hmm. so much that they could do with it that, um, you could have so many films with it. Yeah. So it is very exciting that these, some of these stories that are hu- hugely popular the world over and have been around for many, many, many years are finally getting like their due, um, you know, in Hollywood. It's better than... It should be better than a remake in people's eyes where they go back and revisit a film that's already been made. I want them to make, I wanted, I want this, I, my hope for this anime remake is that it is a beat for beat remake of the first part of the Naruto seasons. Right. No, I, I get that. I'm just saying like when they remake, nothing. when they remake a film that's already been made in right. the same form. Like Roadhouse better than a roadhouse remake for streaming for streaming yes yeah no i'm saying (laughs) obviously (laughs) here at off the break podcast you're killing me cody (laughs) nobody needed another roadhouse film so cody let's like you can naruto i can roadhouse yeah i'm talking about like (sighs) nope you flustered me (laughs) i'm done with this podcast I quit. <laughs> you can't quit the podcast. I already quit. You said I will quit. I quit. Okay. I'm done with you. 
Well, are you are you saying that when it comes to going from an animated show to making a live action movie that you're not really going to change much as compared to like when you hear a movie is being remade, that means that they're going to be changing a lot of things outside of like the name of the movie. I'm not talking. Unbelievable. Cody, your question. I think what Ken was trying to get at now that he's not talking, I'm going to talk about for him is that he... Oh, Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> no, you can't. You're, you're done with this. <laughs> a, an adaptation of source material is much better than a remake um, of something that's already been created in the same medium. Gotcha. Yeah. I su- That'd be curious. I don't know if there is any like correlation between that, but um, I don't know. So I, I just... think Ken would agree that nobody wanted another Roadhouse movie as a movie with live action people in it. But do, taking something that is animated and making it a live action, as long as it had hadn't been done before, could be the way to go. Potentially, as long yeah. as you kept it more of a complete uh, adaptation of the material, where you're not changing anything, you're just making it into the new medium that it is more visual unfortunately when it comes to animes i go by the golden rule of it's impossible to make those adaptations in live action especially Mm -hmm. for an american audience uh good so (laughs) i'm a little bit i'm gonna be skeptical when it comes to this one me Um, too although there's the rarity like netflix has done anime show for one piece in a hollywood live adaptation form and that seems to be doing well as like we talked a lot a about show that. with that substance. So yeah. the rarity could happen, but same with like video games, movies too. Like the, most of them are horrible, but then, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog or Detective Pikachu wound up being good movies and mm-hmm. they're video games. So, right. But for every one of those, there's like three Assassin Creed level movies that yeah, it just many, is like, you many missed other the mark ones. on this. <laughs> one win equals five losses. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we needed to share that because Cody hasn't talked about anime on the podcast in a while. I haven't. I'm getting into it and I haven't got to talk about it. And clearly it's good material because now there's a married couple fighting on the show. Yeah. And I have to deal with it. (laughs) You're welcome, listeners. (laughs) I hope you all have a great weekend at the box office. I hope Dude 2 does really well. (laughs) All right. And then on that note, uh, good luck out there and we'll be back next week. Yep. Have a good weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye. We'll talk about this later. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Off the Break Podcast. Find us on all podcast platforms and be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off the Break Podcast. 